0: Hey champ, one has two thumbs and doesn't give a crap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes. you? Was right. gonna get a good. good desk? I recognize this easel. Hmm. It's made it through four and a half years of it being an easel. Mm-hmm.
2: G'day everybody, welcome to Not The Footy Show, episode 131. We are back in business for the September finals of the 2013 season. I'm Warwick Nicholson. I'm Nick McInerney. I'm DC Chapman.
3: I'm King Joffrey Joffa, ruler of Zamunda.
2: He is our new fourth member of the panel. It's Nick, always you, funny. Nick, now we have to get it's to this everybody. <laughs> We're going to be talking about chop bait predications per DC Chapman, but a couple of weeks ago, what happened to Mac McInerney?
1: I was educated in short. The uh, coming to America, grew oh. up in a grew up in a different era, and uh, yes, these these two fine gentlemen decided that I needed I needed to have this experience, and I will I am forever in their debt. Uh, it was amazing. Eddie Murphy at his finest.
4: This is beautiful. What is that
1: velvet? It is the
2: greatest Eddie Murphy film I've ever, I reckon there is. There's, there's not a better one. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. He should have just retired early. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, And uh, Arsenio Hall, did you ever look him up to see whether he was the bloke that you didn't think he was? You said he was Wesley Snipes.
1: Oh, totally. He's he's Wesley. That's it. No, I didn't even bother because I know. know Yes, he knows. All
2: right, so we had an 80s movie night uh, showing Dave and I a little bit older than Nick. Uh, Everybody, we're going to be talking with Maria Cialis and Maddie Duncan. Uh, Jakey Jake and the Funky Bunch has gone to a vow of silence in lieu of all the uh, Canberra news of the last week. The poor fellow up there in Darwin, he's uh, gone into his... uh, Fetal position, he's got the peanut butter sandwich and he's going nuts. (laughs) Um, What we're looking at tonight, boys, is your tweet he did at Horry37. We're going to talk to Maria in just a few seconds uh, about a bunch of the teams that are going for the top eight, lads. Uh, There's two games to go. I've got you to do some homework. Did you enjoy it?
1: Yeah, I thought it was really fun, actually, to try and work out who's going to be where. It's such a logjam at the bottom half of the table there, the top eight. So. But
2: the fact that you only had to do two weeks, was that good? Because that if helps. I, if yes. I'd asked you, like, no, say, six weeks ago, you wouldn't have done it, yeah. No way, no way. You timed it well. You timed it well. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so, uh, they've done their homework. They're going to be looking at the, the draw of all the teams going into the semi-finals. Uh, but how have you spent your time off, boys? I know, Nick, you've just said that you've done some uh, coming to America research. Yes. yes. Um, Dave, you, we talked about things at the SCG on the weekend. Uh, but yes, what did. have you been doing beforehand? how have you survived? You in particular, you are a league lover. How have you survived? Fantasy league. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Is how there I anything survive. about that, that you need to tell the listeners?
5: Perhaps your domination. My, well, I, I wasn't dominating, but I am in the grand final with one uh, W.D. Nicholson.
0: You're a godsend.
5: saviour.
1: No, I'm... Just the postman.
2: Yes, the, the Winfield Cup Premiership. Dave's maiden grand final. He's nervous. He's he, he's got to decide. Everybody, who does he pick as his kicker? He's got three good kickers in his side, but can he pick one? I've only got so two if he picks, in my side you know, now. if he picks, oh, see Hodgkinson, he's got a great matchup no, the next couple of weeks. I'll be picking him as your kicker.
5: Pick him as your kicker.
2: I've been, I've been. Mental following. disintegration. No, no comment. Yeah, mind you, I just lost hip, Paul hey to a two-week suspension. Right when I needed him. But that's the way it is. Uh, everybody, we'll be uh, going into uh, the Asada thing with Maria, I'm sure, in just a few minutes here at Not the Footy Show. We're changing format for the year, though. Are you excited about that? Pumped. It's going to be huge. Well, it's going to be short. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> going to be short, yeah. Short, but huge. Okay.
5: I, I, well, you know, if, if it works, it works, but you know me, I like to yakety yak,
2: so. <laughs> that's why we're not doing it that way. Yeah, exactly. We'll have Maria Cialis rather right break here on. <laughs> not the Footy Show. Not here she is, the Queen of Rugby League.
5: Hello? <laughs> G'day Maria, how are you? Good,
2: how are
5: you? Good, it's DC here and uh, sitting beside me is Mac, Nick and Ernie D, was it DC? Uh, D- <laughs>
2: was it D- are we married? <laughs> was it D? No, we're not married. <laughs> oh, disappointing. My life would be complete. Maria, thanks for coming back on the show. Uh, we've missed you.
4: Yeah, me too. How are you guys?
2: Can't
1: complain, you know? See what's what's you been doing in the past year? Or <laughs> how long it's been? Well, Dave and I have been, been sobbing in a corner, pretending this season uh-huh. hasn't happened.
2: But uh... I, I think I, I think in the last uh, 24 hours I've been joining them. Uh, Maria, oh, and I think yeah. uh, yesterday's news may have uh, meant that you've joined us as well. It hasn't been a fun year for our football teams.
4: No, uh, I'm alright with it though. I've accepted it and moved on. Um, I think Raiders fans, yeah, are at the lowest of the low right now. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, oh, no, no. The y- yeah, it's not good. Um, to worry, let's let's not talk about the Raiders. I mean, moving on. Moving let's not on, talk on. about the Dragons. Let's talk about Ben Barber. That's uh, what I to say. I got a quick question to ask you. Um, we'll be talking with Maddie, who's a Broncos fan, um, in just a few minutes uh, later on. But the whole transfer fee thing, as a Bulldogs uh, liker uh, S- supporter, uh, <laughs> what I can't say that supporter? she works in the media. Which is, she's using. Oh, I Oh, right. Okay. Um, soft spot for the Bulldogs. This whole transfer fee thing, um, do you think this is a a positive step that actually has come from a club, or do you think this shouldn't be allowed to happen?
4: I think it's really good. Um, If you're going to leave a contract halfway through, then the club that's letting you go should be compensated in some way, because, um,
2: I mean, not only have they let him
4: go, they're now looking for a full-back, and there are none. Maybe if they had a bit of pro warning, that would have been something they could have done. Um, And I think... um, there should be a bit more transparency, to be honest. Like, but I think in the Broncos and the Bulldogs both said, oh, we're not going to tell you how much it was. And then, of course, someone found out because nobody can keep their mouth shut in rugby league. Yep.
0: Um,
4: so they, I just think that there should be one and that people should just say what it is. Everyone can find out. Everyone can move on. And, um, yeah, I'm sure he'll be happy at the Broncos. The
2: most interesting aspect that you just made a point about, the, the, the figures and, and whatever, is that the players claim privacy. In regards to what they earn and how it's unfair if you find out. And yet, they're happy to go into the papers and basically get the courier mail to uh, play out exactly why compassionate grounds are needed to get out of a contract. It's, it's very interesting how it's, you know, we want complete and utter help with our private issues to get out of one club to go to another. But the moment that you are can find out what we actually earn and, and, and the whole, you know, business side of things, oh, keep it quiet, it's not, not allowed. Just,
5: just on that, do we know exactly what those conditions were that Barbara, the compassionate,
2: Oh, Is Oh, uh, you—you know it probably better, better than anyone, Maria.
4: Um, just—they paid three hundred thousand dollars,
2: according to the Courier I think. Yeah, that, that's him the transfer And the he'll transport. be paid the same amount that he was at. Yep. Um, on, at, at the Bulldogs for the next two years, and then um, it'll be renegotiated for two thousand sixteen. But the reason was, Dave, was that his um former partner and his two daughters—is that right, Maria? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have moved back to Brisbane as the. So they've split up. Yes. I believe so. Is that right, Maria? And then she's moved back to Brisbane. Yeah, Yeah,
5: she's
4: moving back to Brisbane with the kids, so he wanted to go so he so, can be around them, which is understandable. Try yeah, carefully
5: that, here, Dave. Well, that's understandable. I, I think that's one of the, what do you call it, extenuating <laughs> circumstances where you should be able to get some sort of breach of contract via a uh, uh, transfer fee Okay. And, and and I would have thought that type of stuff Would have already been in these contracts nah. For decades nah. How come it's not standard bit, That should be standard The, the, none of the, the long stuff. and the short
2: of it Dave We won't hold too much time on this Because we're going to talk about that later on But um, players are finally getting The message that they have leverage with clubs For the last 20 odd year Or probably ever in rugby league But effectively clubs have always And I've said this a lot of times Clubs have always based what a player does wrong And I'm using the old inverted commas here against the relative value of that player as a football footballer okay they will sweep whatever they have to if the player is good enough under the carpet Mm -hmm. now it's the players who are realizing that the clubs need them and as we've seen within this whole ferguson situation if you do enough if you see with the dugan situation the club that you are with that you don't want to be with anymore eventually either has to get rid of you cut you loose, or as the Bulldogs have basically come to realise, look, he doesn't want to stick around. We need to get uh, the best we can out of this situation. They've got a transfer fee, which has to come into the NRL. Now, this is the best part about this whole situation is, as far as we're aware, that $300,000 is just like me giving you money out of my wallet. It doesn't go onto any kind of record. It doesn't go, in the cap. It's not in the, it's cap in the cap because these clubs have had the forward thinking to actually work something out, yet the NRL's been sitting on its hands for how many years thinking, oh, our system's that's, perfect. That's it's very not, disappointing, because I would have is. thought that would be a standard part of it. You know what isn't disappointing? It is. The top eight race, because we've got to, <laughs> we've got to make sure that we don't okay. drag ourselves down here. <laughs> oh, I don't think I'm a lot dumber than you thought that I think that I thought I was once. <laughs> Maria, we're talking about five teams with you. Uh, generally, the teams that are vying for these uh, bottom four spots in the top eight. Uh, essentially, everybody, what we're look, looking at is the two games that the teams have got coming up and what we think they will finish on points-wise. Maria, the Corolla Sullivan Sharks, they pulled off a a huge upset Monday night. Uh, There are some conspiracy theories going around that the NRL instructed the referees to uh, blow the uh, Roosters out of the game so they could have a uh, minor premiership battle in round 26. What do you make of that little uh, allegation that's going around? I can't
4: believe that people actually think a professional sporting code in a country could possibly be rigged. Have have it doesn't make any sense to me. I can't believe people are so stuck up their own, but that they actually think that the whole world's against them and the NRL's against them and blah, blah, blah. blah. No, your team was just crap.
2: Accept <laughs> it. Move on. Very good. Oh, I, that's as that's uh, good as we can go. Nick, what is the Sharks' next two games? The Sharkies, okay, looking at... Uh, <laughs> when gonna gonna I wake you up, Maria, he's been sleeping. Hey, in wait,
1: waiting to chime in, but we're moving, we're moving quick. Uh, it looks like I can see North Queensland and Canberra. Is that right? Is that the way I read this? Your little at symbol kind of confuses me. Is that meant that, to say and?
5: At. At Canberra. At Canberra. So well, they're how playing can it, like it be it.
1: Sharks versus
2: North Queensland at Canberra? That's uh. <laughs> Next two games. Next two games. So the V, little V. North Queensland. North Queensland. Queensland, that means they're at home against North Queensland. Yeah. And then the comma means that you, you break that up. And, and then, man, they play okay, at in camera. round 26, they okay. play at Canberra.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm glad he clarified that, because I was looking at this before going, has he, he gone his whole life thinking that the at symbol <laughs> is the and symbol? And, okay, now I'm cool. It's cool. Okay, oh, so there you go. Of, so, back to that. The Sharks will play North Queensland and Canberra <laughs> in their following two
2: matches. Alright, Maria, how do you like their chances in both those games?
4: Um, the Raiders.
2: Um, no, no the, sh- the shark, the sharks, against the Cowboys and the Raiders. You just, you've confused <laughs> Nick.
5: Where's your run on sheet Sorry. Maria? Come on. <laughs> the, the sharks, it's still inbox. The
4: sharks, um, I think will lose the next two matches.
1: Ooh, wow. wow. I like it. I like it. Why? Is that because they're shaking in their boots,
2: or, or, or easy, easy?
4: No, 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 no. I think they played a really rough game against the Roosters. They have a short turnaround, which is the reason for Sunday's loss. And I think the Cowboys obviously are desperate. And um, I think they won the corresponding game last year as well. And um, I just think the Raiders, you know, they just need something.
0: <laughs> and the only, oh. the only way in. to get
4: people to shut up about other things is to win football games. And I mean, d- yeah, this is desperation times. And they'll be at Canberra for last game of the season. They probably won't make the eight. New um, God, they, they need members for next year, so okay. I think they'll,
2: they'll. So Marie, you've got them losing both games. What does that mean? You've got the sharks. you got the sharks finishing on thirty points. Where does that place them okay. on your final ladder? Thirty points,
4: and
2: they're six on the ladder. Six. Yeah, All right. we'll to yep. our boys, we'll get your top eights in the next segment. Fair enough. Okay, okay problems. good, good. Uh, now the Bulldogs—they've uh, got uh, six position at the moment. They're on twenty-eight points. Now they're in the eight. There's no. They can't miss out in the eight because their differentials. Uh, half-decent, I believe. They've got the Panthers on Saturday, Maria ANZ, and then they go to Suncorp to play the Broncos.
4: Um, I think they'll beat the Panthers, and I also think they'll beat the Broncos. They have quite a good record against them, yep. I believe, and um, actually, Bartle might be back for that game. That'll be interesting.
2: Well, is he back for that game? Because uh, during the uh, press conference this afternoon, they had... Fox Sports did their little thing on um, 5 one afterwards, and old Paul Kent was sitting there going, yeah, Ben Barber's not going to play for the Bulldogs again this year. That's what he Ooh. says, and it's not injury-related. Can you uh, shed any light on that little accusation from PK? Uh, I, I
4: think I read that in the, the paper as well. I'm not sure, but um, I think in the press conference, Barber said I should be back next week.
2: Yeah, it's... So, I, I, you
4: know, he didn't need to say that.
2: Exactly really? right. Yeah, I... I yeah. Look, it's the same paper that said that Barb had re-injured his ankle and then the Bulldogs came out on the website uh, on Monday and said, well, that was the first we'd heard of it. Uh, <laughs> he hadn't hurt himself again. He's fine. He'll be, he'll be back on track for round 26. So, interesting what is true and what is not or Maybe he just wants to let
1: the fans know that he's keen to play and well, that mm. if he's not playing, it's
2: the Bulldogs Before that have made we, yeah, the decision so for him. I it. assume you've got the Bulldogs in fifth then, Maria? Yes, which
0: okay.
4: I think will be bad for them.
2: But anyway. <laughs> I finished on thirty-two points. Now, uh, the thing about the Barber reaction—that he won't play this week—then he plays SunCorp. The odds are, if the Bulldogs finish fifth or sixth, they get a home final. How do you think the reaction is going to be to Ben Barber?
4: Um, I was—I I sort of thought maybe a couple of weeks ago, if he ran out um, or his name was announced, he'd probably get booed. And yeah, I, I'm interesting. I'm interested to see how that goes. If his game is in Brisbane, he'll be spared it, which will probably be a good thing for him. But, um, well, we can't hear the birds from the tunnel anyway, so maybe it won't be so bad.
2: <laughs> okay, very, very good. So yeah. two wins for the Bulldogs uh, for Maria. Sharkies lose both their games. There's your fifth and your sixth, according to her ladder. Now, the Newcastle Knights uh, have been in a funny position the last couple of weeks. After that draw with the Broncos, they effectively put themselves into the top eight with you know, just one more win. And uh, they've got the Broncos in <clears throat> Brisbane. And then they've got the Gimme of the Century in round 26 mm. against the Parramatta Eels. they all make the eight. But Maria, how will their, both their games go, do you think?
4: I think they'll win both of them. Ooh, so... And I think they'll finish seventh.
2: Okay, so that puts them just one point uh, behind the Sharkies for six. So they, yeah, they need the Shark. There's, there's really The only way they can finish in um, sixth spot is if the Bulldogs lose. Uh, both their games, is that correct? Uh Yes. Okay, so you'd imagine that means that basically, guys, and this is something that all listeners will hear, is that every single final will be in Sydney on the first week of of September. And all but maybe one final will be in Sydney, which is the Melbourne Storm. If the Melbourne Storm win in week one or lose in week one, we guarantee a game in Melbourne in week two, in week two or three, but every other game will be in Sydney, which... Just because of the way it's the way we out. grew up, Dave, because we're the oldest of the uh, okay. crew. <laughs> uh, every final used to be in Sydney. It was one of the greatest things of all time. Maria, do you think we'll actually see? D- a me- de- will we see a decent crowd uh, at these final series with every game being in Sydney every weekend? I
4: don't know. You'd like to think so. There's um, no excuses.
2: Yeah. I'm going to ask yeah. the two. Well, let's ask the two dragons fans whose team is. I'm just scrolling down, scrolling <laughs> down, <laughs> scrolling. Oh, 15th. Really? Um, are you guys at all interested in going to any semi finals games given your team's not going to be there?
5: Not going to happen.
3: Not going to happen! No, not going to happen!
5: <laughs> see, I jump on other teams when I, you know, I, I like to see the rabbit doing well and I like to see roosters doing well. So. Uh, I'm not going to push for it, but yeah, if the opportunity comes, I'd love to go to... Now, Nick,
2: you've got membership with the SFS. There's going to be a couple of semifinals there. Mm. Are you going to be uh, pulling the finger out, as it were, and actually going? I think that might be an option. <laughs> yep. yep. You... Although
1: I can tell you right now, if, if the Dragons were there, I, I would guarantee I'd be there. Yeah.
2: It's interesting. I, I think, nice. I think the, the mindset's shifted a little bit in the last few years. I think when we went to this whole uh, home team semi-final situation, I don't know how many years that was ago, I think we did lose that casual fan walk up to games, um, which I think was disappointing. I realise that's the commercial reality, of the whole thing, but anyway. So the Newcastle Knights, Marie, you've got them finishing on 29 points, winning 20 the next two games, uh, and that leads us to the Penrith Panthers. Now, guys, you guys that don't know Foxtel,
5: yeah, that's me, which is you and yes, you,
2: uh, you wouldn't have seen um, the Panthers and the Cowboys Sunday night game a few weeks ago. Marie. did you see any of that?
5: Um, yeah, I saw
4: probably half of it.
2: Now, Jonathan Thurston had an amazing game that night. Um, it, it, it spawned the hashtag, got spiders on me. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet. But mm. Google it, but it's pretty good. But that Panthers team, if they'd won that match, they would have put themselves in the box seat for a top eight spot. Yet yeah, that was the most insipid performance I've ever seen. They turn around the next week and beat the Warriors. And they're back in a contention. Maria, how do you figure this team out? Which yeah. one's going to show up in the next two weeks against the, the uh, Bulldogs and Manly? I don't know. I
4: have a... Um, well, I work with a, a very... Uh, vocal Panthers supporter and he doesn't know either. He's just accepted that that this he, I mean I think a lot of Panthers fans are happy that they've um, ex- sort of exceeded expectations and I don't think any of them ever expected to make the 8 so it's not that much of a shock but I don't know who's going to turn up which is a scary part
2: this hmm. yes, weekend. So you've got them losing to the Dogs and losing to Manly? Yes. Okay so they'll end up on 24 points they won't move anywhere and what does that put them in? 11th. 11th, so they'll drop one spot. It takes us to the Warriors. Now, this is a team that, very much like the Panthers, had the exact same sort of game a week later against Penrith at home, and they turned it up. What was going on there? And then they went up to the uh, Titans and beat them because of What What is going... Do these teams realise that they've actually put two games together, they're in the finals? That's what the Cowboys have been doing. It's a hard season. It's, it, it, it is a competitive season. I, I really... but it's like you in the last month. Like I'm sure that it has to click in your head that if you actually play well, you play finals. It, it is that. It's, it's. It's. I think it's that simple. It, it's you win, you play finals. How is that not motivation? I don't know. It's always been motivation. You should, you should be coaching all of them. I, I should be. Where, where, where is my mm. phone call? Where's Where's the duvet guy? He needs He needs an assistant coach, doesn't he, Dave? He I'm sure. i sure he up. does. Who, who are we talking about? The duvet guy is
5: Duneman from... Okay. Uh, Just making from sure Canberra. that at least one of you would listen to the show.
2: Um, Maria, you've got them. They're playing the Raiders at home and they've got the Dragons, so two relatively uh, good matchups. Do you have them winning, winning both games?
4: Yes, I do, but they finish at ninth on 28 points.
2: Ooh, very interesting.
4: On for and against.
2: Ah, that would be it. Okay, Maria, well, that's the, the team. Now, boys, do you want to have any comments on these five teams? Quickly. Anything or anyone there that you think... She's underrated, overrated. They're all teams. Well, you
4: didn't you didn't talk about the Cowboys.
2: <laughs> well, we're waiting to get to them.
5: <laughs> they're, they're,
2: Maddie Duncan's talking about them. <laughs> so we'll get, <laughs> your, we'll get your final table, them. Maria. But we're just we're talking about these five teams with you now just to really you know lock in right. on these ones.
5: Those five teams are very much up and down teams at the moment. They're, they're all teams that could could play well, but they might not. So it is hard it's to
2: a sweeping statement from DC. Whoa. <laughs> How are those splinters going?
5: Well, okay, but they're, they're not the the rabbitos. Which or the team in that which team, team in
2: that group do you think is the best? Oh, there you go, Dave. I'll ask the you. Sharks. Part. The sharks. Nick. Yep, the sharks. I actually reckon the Warriors is the most dangerous team of that group. Ooh, dangerous, but
1: not the best. So Ooh, change the question. Dangerous. Maria,
2: what's your final table one through sixteen, please?
3: If you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. Yeah! How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Yeah! My final table, okay.
4: Robitoes, Roosters, Storm, Seagulls, Bulldogs, Sharks, Knights, Cowboys, Warriors, Raiders, Panthers, Titans, Broncos, Dragons, West Tigers, Eels.
2: Now, we just want to get one thought on that before we let you go, Maria, and that is who's had the worst season? The Tigers, the Dragons, or the Eels? I'll turn it up.
4: I. Well, I mean, you can't go past the Eels, really. But the Dragons have been a massive disappointment from where I probably expected them to finish. I don't know if I expected them to make the eight, but I thought yeah. they'd be a lot better than they have been.
2: Um, yeah, it's, it's the Dragons for mine simply because they've shown no real improvement this year. I mean, don't get me wrong, the Eels suck. It the The Tigers, don't know. That's a fact. That's, that they've dropped off the map. But the, they've just stayed constantly average. They just mm. can't score points. Like, what... What is Nathan Fiend doing at half-back for this whole season?
5: You're not asking any questions that we haven't asked for the last three years. I mean,
2: it's a question. Maria, so that means you've got the, uh, the Rabbitohs beating the Roosters in round 26, I gather.
0: Yes, I do. Ooh,
2: now, out of the uh, top four teams, because we know that there's no way any of the bottom, five, the bottom four can get in, uh, which team do you think will be raising the trophy at the end of September?
4: It's really, really hard, but I'm going to go on the safe side and just pick the storm.
2: Yeah. They're pretty handy, aren't they? Pretty Mm. handy. Speaking of handy, Maria Cialis, once again, fantastic guest. Round of applause, please, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Dad. And scene. Alright, Maria, uh, thanks very much for being on. Now, you're aware of the new format that we're going with for the rest of uh, September, aren't you? Uh, Yes. That's a really convincing one. Dave, would you like to explain to her what we're going to be doing through September?
5: pods is the way I like Snapchat to call it. Snapchats is what I like to call it. So that <laughs> name may be Snapchat's. taken
1: already. I'm not sure if there could be yeah, a copyright issue. Guys,
2: explain to Maria. So
5: basically, uh, Waza has asked us to call him with any particular issues that we want to talk about, and then he'll ring us back when he's ready to record, and we're going to talk for, say, 10 minutes on that one particular issue. It's going to be mini mini podcasts Mini, you know instead of doing a full hour or so at a time we're going to do lots of well not lots of but a few
2: there'll be three or four a week probably ten uh, and it's ten minutes tops yeah it's, it's like episodes. having a conversation with friends which is what this is anyway it's just you know, instead of me having <laughs> to edit an hour of show together he thinks we're friends <laughs> <laughs> <After> <laughs> we're, some of the stuff you said about the dragons, zone yeah we? well facts hurt um <laughs> t- maria so we'll get you involved in that hopefully uh Big League Magazine, Uh, you had a 40-year anniversary edition just the other week? Yes. It's gone down
4: pretty well. Very exciting. Step back in history.
2: Remember the good times? If you're a
4: Parramatta
2: fan, I suggest you go buy one. Actually, that's 40 years ago. Yeah, it was within 40 years ago. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And you've obviously got lots to do through the final series. But the big question everyone wants to know is, how does Maria Ciala spend her off season?
4: Um, I go to the gym a lot because I spent, you know, seven months eating pies um, in a press box. Uh, stare at the computer, read a lot of things on the internet, go on holidays.
2: Well, that was the, that was the thing no. I was waiting for you to say. I really didn't give a stuff about the rest of it, but, uh, <laughs> you're, you're heading overseas, uh, you're off to Europe, is that right?
4: Yes, yes, going to Europe in December, but that's my annual leave. I thought you were talking about, you know... My
2: time in Lou, which is also amazing. Time in lieu. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay. Maria Cialis, thanks for being on. You can follow Maria at M-T-S-I-A-L-I-S, and that is pronounced chalice. I call her Maria Cialis for the podcast. I keep that, you know, that professional voice going, but it's chalice. Have a go, boys. Have a go. Chalice. Chalice. chalice.
5: Like, like chalice? Oh.
2: No. Like, no, like it's chalice. Like chalice. 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 Chalice.
5: Chalice, yes. Anyway,
2: thanks very much, Maria. We'll speak to you next time on Not The Pretty Show. Thanks,
5: guys. See
2: you later. Peace out. What is this?
5: A center for ants!
2: Not The Show. So we've been pronouncing it
5: wrong the whole time?
2: Correct. Uh, okay, <laughs> guys, we will just come back after. We've had a little yeah, bit of th- an interlude. T- <laughs> um, I did. I actually... <laughs> I, on, this is where I get frustrated. Okay. I asked her clearly, now is it Cialis? And she said, not, yes. I, I was
5: about to say, you were probably
2: in the room when I yeah. asked her that. And she said, yes, that's how you pronounce it. And I said, I just want to make sure I get it right. That was at the start of last year. We'd done the, uh, the whole, yeah. had it for all of 2011 as well. And she sort of said, oh, do not really want to my he's name. And then we said, okay, is it Charles?" Is Cialis? Cialis? So See, now I don't know what it is. Cialis. And she said, yeah, that's it. That's, that's good enough. And then last year, just I think for the grand people. final, I realised it's, Chalice. I heard her say Chalice on some other show. Yeah, some other show, that's right. Mm. Yeah. It's like ABC or something. Uh, and and um, it was very disappointing. Now, there was a tweet that she put out before we spoke to it. Uh, Dave, do you want to uh, tell the world what she wrote?
5: She wrote, Can we talk about the big issues now, please? It's going to be hot in, the, in Sydney tomorrow. Do I dare expose my tran- yeah, translucent legs to the world? The big issues was... The big issues. Translucent legs.
2: Um, now, Dave, she's at M... Cialis, M-C-S-I-A-L-I-S Charles, What
5: are you at? I'm at Mr. DC Ooh, look at this, look at this, look at this
2: Although Mac McInerney, guess what we're doing with the, you, oh, Mr. man DC 11. Mm-hmm. We're getting you on the Twitter It's not gonna happen I'm Not gonna happen
3: <connectors> Not gonna happen No, not gonna happen
2: On <laughs> the tweet Because every time I put everyone who's on the show I have to like, make up an account name I had the same thing with Mr DC. I just act, I just, just tagged at Mr DC and whoever that poor person was just got tagged in all the <laughs> tweets. And for you, I do Nick Mac or Mac Nick or something like yeah. that. So I have got to come up with something. But he's he's done four tweets, everybody. Um, <laughs> pretty, pretty prolific since the tenth of August. Um, and that's why we're called the Top Eight Predication Special because Dave writes this tweet and Nick, you can read it for me. Second one. Second yeah. one.
1: Heads up, League Lovers, which is, oh, love that, love that DC Chapman. NTFS are going to record a Top 8 Predications show next week. Going to be more fun than was. Whoa, 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 where do we go again? Going to be more fun than when Was went to the waterworks.
2: Now, Dave, did you listen to the podcast that I did Yeah, the other day? that
5: was hilarious. I, so had, I had to hold my laughing. I was on the train and I couldn't
2: stop laughing. <laughs> so he's written this, which is just complete garbage, all yeah. right? There's nothing the yeah. thing that, no, Nothing to video it. Video cameras went around when we were little kids. And basically, what he's done, <laughs> He come came up with Woz went to the waterworks, so I googled. I'm going to show you Nick Hannon.
1: <laughs> "Was went to the waterworks. Is this going to be like,
5: explicit oh, because to, it sounds
1: well, like it could be dodgy? This
5: is what I'm saying. Is it?
2: Good to see you while listening to the show this week as well.
5: Yeah.
2: Alright, where is this kid?
5: He's just basically Oh, talking. where is he?
2: I don't know what it was. What did I actually say it was? On the podcast it was something different.
5: You said you typed in when was went to waterworks. When was. That was, was what it
2: was. Was it? Uh, where is it? There he is! I went, I went to, to War in Reading! And this kid, comes up on my screen. Hey, so uh, me and my friends, and a lot of people just went on a
5: field trip. On a field trip!
1: Can you explain what's on the screen, Nick? I don't know, it's a kid that looks like he's been awake for a really long time.
4: I went on the avalanche twice.
1: He may be on some sort of <laughs> caffeine-related best. Part, it's not the best part of the video.
2: Because when you're hearing it, you hear this voice in the background. His mum having an argument with just like a. Watch the background of this video, boys. Telephone company or something. So this kid's got these eyes that just penetrate uh, your soul. And then behind, you sort of you can hear this voice mum going, "Hey, you know that's what I did. I did this, I did that." And then all of a sudden, she comes into screen. Just about. Wait for it. Wait for her. <laughs> Come around. the. Oh, he's he's pan oh, back. Well, there she is. So she's on the phone as well. He's hitting here trying to. I don't know what he's talking she's about. She's interrupting his, his recording. He's recording something about being in a water slide. And she's having some conversation about something. Um, but it sounds like she's talking to him when he's speaking. Yeah, she almost, it's almost like it's been done deliberately
5: for a little so there part. there she is. is. Video bombing, as it were. Is, um, it, it, Do you think he's sending this to like his father or something, telling him what he did on the weekend? I don't know, but there's
2: 11 people yeah. that have watched it. I reckon I'm probably two of those views. <laughs> Very concerning. Anyway, everybody, we'll uh, have some more not the footy show just after the break here on Not the Footy Show? Sure.
3: I don't know what else I could tell you. Uh, oh I, I just
4: got back from a trip to the Galapagos Islands. I was living with the turtles. Not
1: the
2: footy show. Sure. Okay, so I remind everybody, Mr D C is at Mr underscore D C eleven. Sixteen followers. Let's have a, let's let's Do out it, the followers, it, shall we?
5: In in Twitter, does capitals matter?
2: Not really. No.
5: I would like to point look out the fact that he's
2: number 11. Are there seriously
1: 10 other at MrDC <laughs> underscore mate. DCs? That's just is the way it. Is 11 it's... a reference no, no, to no, DCs? No. Now, let's way. have a look
2: at it. Obviously, I set your this, account this up. One goes so I followed and you followed. <laughs> and then, here's this Robert Cade guy? You, got, you know him? Yeah. All right. One, mate. And then, probably yeah, not the Footy Show's number one fan. There's not many of them, but there is one that qualifies pretty close. His name is Grant Croxford. He's Bicester Warrior. We've, we've talked about him a couple of times. This bloke, I don't know what he's done for last year, but without another footy show, I don't know how he survived. He loves this, loves this show. He, he got on the tweet, as it is Dave. He got on everywhere. and just said, it's a great to have you back. Really excited. So hopefully we're delivering for our one lister. Um, but we really appreciate it, Grant. You're actually you're just really, really uh, encouraging for the show. Um, but we have another person that... Maddie Duncan, who we'll speak to in about 10 minutes, he, um, he just wanted to know who this Rachel was. You remember Ooh, yeah, Rachel? Does that remind you of anything? She's, I, she's... I only know it because of being yeah, on Twitter well, for the last couple of weeks. That
1: those Twitter, non-Twitter users like myself.
2: Well, let's, let's, let's look it up. but and bemused at the moment. She's here somewhere scrolling down, scrolling down. There you go. Her picture's a little bit... Her picture's a little bit risque as, as the, the kids like to say. But, uh, I mean, read the tweet. Mac McEnany, Read it out loud.
1: Awesome. Best news ever. Can't wait to
2: listen to you all again. Now, hey. fantastic. We're,
5: we're, we're good, but we're not that good.
2: Are we that good? I don't know if we're the best it's, news ever. It's not the best news ever. But we're pretty good. Um, and then Mr. Peniche did a, uh, text me a bit later and said, is, is that person real? So, Rachel, get on the twi- Twitter. Look, Let blue. us know. Because clearly, um, just we don't understand how you can like us that much. It's, it's, it's really it's questionable, young lady. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to go on to a uh, quick hands segment. <laughs> quick hands, quick hands, quick, quick hands. Cool, cool, I'm going to record that hands. here for everybody now. From now on, I'm going to use that as an intro. So you ready? I'm going to say... Without, now it's time for, and then I'll say quick hands, and then you go quick hands, quick, quick hands, hands, quick, hands. Okay, so quick ready? hands, quick hands. So now it's time for quick hands, quick hands, quick hands,
5: quick hands, quick hands, quick hands.
2: Quick hands. Quick hands. <laughs> Not bad. All right, <laughs> um, Blake Ferguson. What should the NRL do about him if they find him? That is,
1: take him to the wreckers. I don't know. The guy. Nah, well, is it? Is it make the punishment
5: fit the crime. I mean, the...
2: everyone knows what's think... happened. He's walked out on the Raiders for the eighty-fifth time. He's trying to get sacked. The stupid thing about it is he's got an out clause now that David Thurman's been sacked that he would mm-hmm. be out of the Raiders by November 1st. So what is Anthony Mundine, what are his advisors yeah, doing, telling really. him to do what he's doing now? Because It's,
5: it's almost going to ruin his career. Well, it's right? not going to ruin his career because it's we know, guys, move.
2: if you can play football, you've got another job.
5: It's, are they telling him? Are
1: they
2: actually uh, advising him? Why would he not be playing at the moment and going instead driving up to uh, Sydney on game day to have schnitzels at the pub because that's the way they taste? Um, you're not having him. He's not drinking, apparently. But he's, not, he's actually not saying at the games for any his team players. Like, who is advising this bloke? You can get out of this contract on November the 1st and you're not turning up to games at the end of the year. Loose cannon. There's massive issues here, yeah, and then, he, yeah. then he got done for speeding driving up
1: to Sydney. But, but you're talking like with all a suspended these, license. Like all these blokes are actually sane human beings when we know that. Then who's not? What, I, I want to
2: say is the NRL should the NRL have to move in here because they didn't do anything with Josh Dugan and now think, he's a I dragon think, and I think he's needs the flavour of the month.
1: Someone just needs to move in with a nice big fat wooden spoon and you know give well, him a little here's bit of a toucher.
2: Tim Gable is the ABC guy in Canberra. Tweeted tonight that Sandor Earl who. As we've mentioned before, everybody, he's facing time out for the whole Asada thing. We're not really going into the details of that because it's legal reasons. But Sandor Earl, who lives with him, and another guy called Jack Whiten, he had to, when he went to Raiders HQ this afternoon, he had to take Ferguson's company car back back from his house to Raiders HQ. So he's been given a company car. He doesn't have a licence. I don't know how many times he's been... Um, Done for speeding or whatever. How do the Raiders not know that the guy they've given a company car to, a, still has the car after b, his license has been suspended?
5: Like, no, he's been sitting in his garage. Oh, has for, it? Well, that's, surely that's the situation. You don't, know, but we don't know. That's the whole. They, they don't know. It's it's How long's yeah. it, long the suspension? So surely the for NRL's got
2: to do something about that. I mean, I don't know what the answer is because the problem that you got is all the clubs do this with different players. If you're good. We look, up, we look the other way. I mean, this whole poor old George Tafua, he's done the wrong thing 12 months ago. He's heading into court and this whole situation. But they've come around and they're suspending him for the next two weeks. I mean, there's my hand. you want to slap it? <laughs> ready, ready? Did you hear Ouch. that? Did you hear that? It, no. What, 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 like, did, did his court case only just come up? No, he's changed his plea. That's why they're suspending him. For two. But, I mean, the frustrating thing for everybody is not that the players are idiots. It's that the clubs. But they are. What do they do? At so times. There's, no, there's, there's no. They baby they, them. They coddle them. Mold and and like George Tafua, he's, he's a good player. You've seen my fantasy team. I've applauded him from a very young age at how good he can be. One of the guys who's in our comp used to be his coach at um, Hill Sports High. But how's he going to learn if this is his punishment for something like that? He's not. He doesn't play a couple of games of football. Big whoop de doo. You come back and play the first one. Has he been. Handed out
5: some sort of punishment No, from... he, hasn't
2: even, he hasn't even faced the hearing yet. He's just changed his plea.
5: But, so, but so he's still going to cop the, the, the real-world punishment well, from the real-world court.
2: But my point is, court. if somebody's okay, changed his thing, if he's going to cop real punishment, does not mean he gets punished for even more weeks by the Seagulls? Or is this the one-off thing?
5: It's, uh... Yeah, it's always, a, it's always a juggling act, and it's very hard. make a stand on this but...
1: stuff. Because that's, that's how the players are going to learn. But not just the clubs. Like your, your argument is that the NRL needs to back the clubs up. And it's one thing for a club to hand out a bit of a slap on the wrist. It's just, but when does the NRL actually take it into their hands and yeah. say they have brought the game, not just the club, into it, dispute? It is unbelievably Therefore, frustrating, regardless
2: club? of whether I'm a Canberra fan, a Canterbury fan, a mm. uh, Brisbane. I don't care who I support. Mm. To see this cycle just continue, continue, continue. And then we all sort of sit back and just say, well, yeah, we can't really it's do anything the, about it. It's the club's problem, yeah. <laughs> no, anyway. Quick hands, quick hands. They're
1: Englishmen. Quick they hands,
5: have quick no... Hands, quick
2: hands, quick hands. Quick hands quick hands. Quick, quick hands, quick hands, quick hands, quick hands, The key goes in, the engine kicks over, off comes the handbrake, on goes the indicator and we're gone, yes! All right, let's talk about uh, things with Manny Duncan now. Um, we're a bit late for the poor man. Um, let's ring him up and uh, have a chat, shall we? Matty Duncan on all the free Matty!
0: He's
2: not there. Well, I think this is called revenge because I don't know if I told you guys. <laughs> <that was, laughs> it, it, uh, it was very disappointing. Well, get him. Why
3: was you reached Matty Duncan. Sorry I can't get to the phone, but if you leave a message, I'll
4: get back to you as soon as possible. Cheers. Please leave a detailed message after the tone. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options.
0: <laughs>
2: <clears throat> Matt, is it time for Sports Fever yet? Yeah. I was supposed to be on this week, wasn't I? I'm just, I don't know, it's about uh, half by 7, mate. I thought we were on about 8 o'clock. Give me a call back when you can. Beep. <laughs> okay, essentially, everybody if you didn't know last week i um two weeks ago I, I set my alarm woke up at six seven thirty sorry I was ready to go I'd interview you explain about,
5: this on the last podcast I had
2: an interview at about quarter to nine and I thought I' have 15 more minutes sleep <laughs> mistake never hit the snooze oh, no, i'd been never. sick for the last couple of days i just uh oh, and then I looked at my phone and it was literally about eight fifty nine I had five missed calls five minutes I just felt sick in the stomach. Poor fella. And now that the revenge is on. So That's it. We'll play you we'll, we'll We play can bring many, us back maybe. anytime you like, buddy. Um, you got my number. Uh, Dave, you uh, and Nick, we're going to get your finals ta- final tables Ooh. in just a few seconds. Let's have a look through the Roosters, Rabbitohs, Storm and Seagulls, those top four sides. We know they're going to finish in the top four. I know there's mathematically a chance that Cronulla can jump in there, but I don't think it will happen. Roosters have got the Titans who they'll beat by about 80. And then they've got Bunnies. Let's look at the Titans game. They win that, yeah? Yes. Okay. The who are also on thirty-eight points. They've got um, at South apparently. I've, I've Yeah, done that's well. what I was just... oh, they've got the Tigers um, uh, this week. They'll win that by about eighty. So gonna... that yeah, basically yeah, means that the um, the differential situation um, is that it won't change this week because the Roosters are plus three hundred eleven. The Rabbitohs are plus two hundred and two. So there's there's no way that if they finish in the same points, the Rabidos can finish first. All right? No way. That leads us to round 26. Now, this is a cracking game. Uh, I believe it's Friday uh, th- Friday night, Thursday night. Um, Potential grand final preview. Yeah, thank you very much, Rabbits. Uh, now, do you reckon this game matters a heck of a lot in relation to playing a couple of weeks later, or do you think it's... Will they rest half of their well, squads they... and it'll be a bit of a non-aventure? Bit... is talk that Ingalls won't play this weekend. And next weekend? Or... Well, Possibly, you play next weekend. Surely they—they—they the, they, the they, they can see it coming. Still they'll
5: rest but... their players that they want to rest. They'll rest them this weekend instead of yeah. next weekend.
2: Um, does that mean that they'll all go out there in dinner suits? Well, as do you smart. guys the, the minor premiership? You know the Dragons won one a, a few years ago. They won two in a row, I think. Possibly, big deal or not big deal? Do you care if your team finishes first, full, first, first it's, or second? Really,
5: th- there's some bragging rights there, but really it comes down to, to premiership. I mean, you, you don't care too much about the minor premiership yeah um, however in this case it's Roosters and Rabbitohs so it, it's, it might be a bit more you know it matters a bit more because these guys want to beat each other even when it's just a normal run of the mill season yep. game you know
2: ok so who's going to win boys Roosters or Rabbitohs in round 26 Rabbitohs I've got the
1: Rabbits as well but as we say
2: so you life, both have got which, which the rabbits? Roosters
1: giving up the minor premiership in the last round of the season oh, that's it well yeah, they they didn't give it up in the last round they gave it up a, w- a couple of days ago, when they massively tripped over.
2: No, they're still in the top spot, because their differential's high. Yeah,
1: but they they would have been ha- a lot harder to catch, had they got those two Alright, Melbourne Storm,
2: they've got Manly at Manly, then they've got the Titans. Uh, no were no Kite for Manly this weekend. I reckon they're two big losses for them. Particularly up front, I think Kite's underrated in terms of what he gives the Manly pack. Really? Uh, yeah, really. Okay. Um, I... I like Melbourne this week. I like Melbourne in both games. I think poor the Titans. They could get beaten by about 80 combined in the two weeks. It's not really. looking good for them. Uh, so it's Storm win both games. Them.
5: Now, hang on. I don't think they're going to get beaten by 80. Gold Coast are a decent enough team. That's they'll, 40 each week. I know,
2: but they'll hold their own against these two teams. Okay. Uh, but they've got the Melbourne win both games to... Well, basically, uh, this game, this weekend, probably determines who finishes third. If the Storm win, they definitely finish third. If uh, Manly win, then the Storm can still finish Third on a differential situation, but uh, Manly get back in the running. Uh, does it matter if you finish third or fourth? Who would you not prefer to play? If you're Melbourne or Manly, would you prefer to play the Roosters or the Rabbitohs? For
1: me, it would make very little difference.
5: Yeah, that, that's. Melbourne or Manly. Yeah. The big difference is does the Rabbitohs or Roosters want to end up on top of the ladder
2: or do they want to
5: end up second?
2: Well, what I'll tell you, Melbourne have beaten Manly. Or oh, Melbourne drew with Manly. Oop, um, and they beat um, the Roosters and they beat the Rabbitohs. So Melbourne have got the uh, uh, the runs on the board, as it were. Um, we'll quickly go to... Uh, so they... so I, reckon they, I reckon they win this weekend. Yeah, we've got them against Manly. Beating Manly. Beating Manly. Beating Manly. Yeah, Beating smashing Manly. it. All right, so they'll finish third. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, Seagulls, they'll lose to Manly, but they'll beat Penrith, yeah? Done. Lock it in. Okay, so they'll finish fourth. Um, we'll add Maddie Duncan to the mix now. He's... Uh, Rung me back and said that I'm ready to go, and we'll talk about the Raiders in that one, and the rest of the Queensland sides. How hey, good are we going, boys? Going pretty good. Six out of ten.
3: So please, a little respect <laughs> for I am Costanza,
0: Lord of the Idiots. <laughs> You're all
2: winners.
0: <laughs> but suddenly, a new contender
2: has emerged. Not the free shirt. Not you? Go again, my. I didn't press the speakers. Just pretend you just answered the phone.
5: That's you, Maddie. You
2: there, mate? We got just, you. Just, just, just pretend you've answered the phone because go, I, I, go had, to the I had you on, um, not on speakerphone when I was ringing.
3: Oh, no, okay. No worries. No worries. All good.
2: Go, go now. <laughs> and go. <laughs>
5: Should we do the ring, ring, ring?
2: <laughs> I think we're having some reception
5: issues. Are you going to ring him? Okay, up. we're going to ring
2: May Duncan in now to uh, get the Queensland teams and the Cam writers.
1: What do, you, what do you mean again?
2: This is the first time we've called him. Yes, that's what I mean. I mm. was. Hey, there he is. Uh, he hasn't slept through his alarm. What a genius. Um, good day you on the show, May Duncan. The man from Queensland. Boys, say hello to your long-lost brother, really? It's-
3: it's,
5: it's good to be back, boys.
1: What's going on? Just smashing out another pod, mate. Enjoying it. Yeah, talking league as
5: always.
2: Doing, doing <laughs> good. We're, we're predicting that we're predicating the top eight. We're predicating isn't it? the top eight. Mate, we've uh, we've had Marie Cialis on to talk about the uh, the Benny Barber situation. She's given us the sub story from the Bulldogs' side. Let's talk to a winner. How it feel to have Ben Barber in the uh, the Broncos' colours next year?
3: Well, oh, look, it's, uh, it's, it's a great result, it was It's our... Our first decent signing. Well, we we had we had English for a little while, but that that didn't really pan out for us. So it's yeah, it's the first really major signing for the Broncos for a long time and, and someone for them to kind of build their brand around no 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 No. I'm sorry. Oh what's,
2: so- what's the matter First was? major signing for a long time. You got Peter Wallace a couple of years ago. <laughs> and then and then was,
5: and, having said that was
3: that was a fair while ago now even if I know you're being a little bit to poor old Peter, but that, no.
2: that was a, that's, a, that's a fair while ago right. now, too, that we, we snuck Peter off Penrith. Yeah, but that, that, that works so well that you turn around last off season and Simon's got Prince. So I mean, you've got you've got great halves, a great players coming out of Yin-Yang. How, how good are you going? And now you've just downgraded to Ben Barber. I mean, what is the deal? I know, I know. You know we we're looking to you
3: know the, the thing I find really interesting. I know this is a little bit off topic, but we, we gave Gagai the, the the boots for some off <laughs> is very minor last year, and, and then we go and find Ben Barber. Well, I, I think all, that's... Also looking at Josh Dugan. So uh, that, uh, that's got me a
2: little bit beat. Well, uh, I, I think the fact that you saw it in the last year, mate, you guys had, uh, had, had built to a point last season. It wasn't a great year, but it looked like, you know, the next year wasn't going to be too bad. You had Corey Norman in the halves, you had some, some things to build on for 2013, and you went out and signed Scott Prince. I mean, it pretty much said that the board, or whatever your hierarchical system is at the Broncos, is that you're all about winning. It doesn't matter about issues, good, bad, or indifferent. They realised that it was bad enough last year. Obviously, you finished eighth in your last year and, and got knocked out in the first week. That, that unless you were winning premierships, it didn't matter, really, what was going on. Do you think that's been a, a, a fair enough comment about the shift in the, the philosophy of the board? I, I, I quite as you know, I, as I did
3: bring up the point, but I'm always of the view of the, you know, a player... Yeah, it's all about premierships at the end of the day. So, yeah, I, I totally agree. If they, if they think they can win a premiership, it doesn't matter how far, how much a player can play up. And, you know, I know indiscretions from high-name players have been swept over from different clubs over the years just because because of the name of the player. So, But anyway, that's probably a topic for another day.
2: Yeah, quickly on that, Dave, I believe you've got some mail that Blake Ferguson has actually been on the road to Brisbane. That's where he's been driving. Because uh, the Broncos are going to, you know... Get another player that they can get in and, and re, what's the re, recondition? I thought
5: that was you know common knowledge. I figured yeah. that's, that's what's happening, isn't it? Him and and Sandor, oh, they're all going up to yeah. Brizzy, surely. I don't think they'll get. They've got to
2: go through the Gold Coast first. I think the bright line to the car. Yeah, yeah. they, they might they struggle. Play. Now, um, yeah, yeah Maddie, we you uh, messaged me earlier today, bud, um, asking about the whole press conference thing. We, we've barely touched on it for obvious reasons, but um, the old hamstring injury ruling him out for the rest of the season—it seemed like a bit of a red flag, didn't it? Yeah, it's always like it's
3: it's uh, it was a bit of a give up, unfortunately, uh, Sandor. So, well, it's not a terrible news for for rugby league. It's it's not you know he's not a name player by any stretch, but it, it's not a good look. And um, I don't know how his defamation case will go against Channel Nine now for <laughs> naming him as a as a
2: user earlier earlier a couple of months ago. Yeah, I imagine that has been uh, likely dropped. <laughs> but let's talk about the Raiders. Um, they were in the top eight. They were looking good things about a month ago. Uh, things haven't quite gone to plan. Uh, DF has DNF'd, and um, now they've got the Warriors away and the Sharks at home. One win might get them into the top eight. Can they do it?
3: Uh, unfortunately, was well, as much as I, you know, I've always had a had a soft spot for the Green Machine, but yeah, I, I I can't see them getting in there, mate. I can't see them winning another game.
2: But but we've moved Josh McCrone to Hooker. <laughs>
3: Damn, I was, sorry, I wasn't aware of that news. Your
2: prayers have been answered, obviously. But... Well, I think I've been going on like that for a few years now. The, the annoying thing is more that the headline now is uh, Macron's a happy hooker or something like that is like on the Raiders website. Yet yeah, two weeks ago, Macron, I'm not moving from halfback. He's,
5: he's got to do his job. He's got to he's got to play the politics. But,
2: and... I don't know. Canberra will be potentially a better team in the future with him at number nine than in number seven. And there was a moment um, I was watching the game with my flatmate and he, he made a break um, on the weekend. Who were we playing on the weekend? We got Manly. He made a break. He either had to pass on the inside to probably Rhys Robinson or pass on the outside to Shandor Earl. And he just held the ball and held the ball and held the ball. And you could see him changing his mind about 85 times. And then in the end, about five minutes out from the try line, when he probably could have even just run over the try line himself, he put a grubber in that went over the dead ball. Oh, wow. It just summed up Josh McCrone to a, a right, chance, a, a chance is there, but what do I do with it? That's really the best way. So maybe if he goes back to hooker, plays in there, he doesn't have to think. He just tackles and passes. I mean...
3: Uh, again, uh, just a quick side comment on, you know He wasn't going to move, he's preferred to play that. Just a comment on players in general I want them to stop being sooks was. I'm sick of them saying I want to play fullback I want to play on the yep. left side But they're, they're high paid footballers It's a full time profession If you need to play wing, fullback, hooker, second row You just play what the team needs you to play uh, I have news And what
0: sort of news do you have? Not bad news, is it? You know I can't take bad news. The day started out so good. I had a good night's sleep. I had a good BM. I don't want to hear any bad news. Now,
5: what type of news is it? Well, to be perfectly frank, it's bad. Not
2: the pretty show. It's interesting to compare comments from a, um, a young Josh Hoffman about getting into the uh, Brisbane side to Josh Hoffman maybe halfway through this year, maybe even now. You know... He is a good footy player, whether he plays in the wing in the centres at fullback. Next year, I mean, do you think he's going to leave?
3: Oh, well, it, it, I'm a bit confused by all the media beat up. You know, I, I know Josh, you know, not. Not well, but I, I know him from his Redcliffe days. He he's just you know gets on like a house on fire with Ben Barber, and I'd heard he was really excited about Barber coming to the club. So I'm not sure about this. I'm I'm going to take off, or if it's just media talk. But look, if it if it is true, I'd be really disappointed in Hoffman as a player. That you know he's a good winger, and I reckon
2: he'd make a fantastic centre. And the Broncos have got a big hole there to start next year as well. That's a good point. All right, let's go to the Broncos. Then um, we've established no, that. The Raiders aren't going to get anywhere. Have you got the Raiders finishing in what position, mate?
3: I've got them down as 10th was.
2: 10th. So how, so how do we actually go up by two spots if we're going to lose both games?
3: No, oh, I must have... Did I have them sneaking through one? Maybe they've got... Maybe I've got them...
5: They're well, not I've done the be- ladder predictor was and they're 10th. <laughs> <laughs> You've All got right. them beating Warriors or Cronulla. I've got one of them. One of them. Um... Doesn't matter.
3: Well, what are the Sharks on now? It
1: must, it must be the, the Sharks Warriors. are on 30. It must be the Warriors. Yeah. They, that Warriors the are up. on
2: 24. Yeah,
3: I must have them sneaking past the Warriors.
1: Okay, yeah. all
2: right. Well, it's still not enough, obviously, after no. the Brisbane Broncos no doubt win both their games, mate. Mate, I... I... I,
3: it's like, I... <laughs> It all comes down, obviously, to, to this week. Uh, obviously, they'll win both or they'll lose both is okay. my, my view of it. So yeah. I think if they beat Newcastle with that bit of momentum going to the game uh, against the Bulldogs on a Thursday night, yeah, I, I think they probably can look over the Bulldogs. Obviously, if they, they get dusted by by the Knights tomorrow night, um, I, I think they'll probably turn their turn it up for the last game and, and Go over and straight set, so they'll either win both or, or lose both. And I'll, you know, as a biased loyal fan, I've, I've got them
2: winning both. Yeah, because they're, they're cactus. If they lose tomorrow night because of the whole, I think, um, uneven point situation, because they're playing the Knights, who are two points clear of them. Um, if they lose the Knights, the Knights go to 27. And I, I think, looking at the log jam ahead of you guys at the moment, um, well, there's five teams on 24 points. One of those teams will win one of those games and go to 26. So it mean you'd miss out. Um, on the top eight, uh, only reaching twenty five points. Even if you beat uh, the Bulldogs, in around twenty six. Um, so you've got them finishing in what position, winning both games, mate? I've got them. I've
3: got them at seventh. Was on the ladder predictor.
2: Ooh. So they'll go past the uh, Knights, is what you're saying? That's the Knights.
3: I've got the Knights at eleven.
2: But you've got the Knights. <laughs> that means <Ouch. laughs> that means you've got the Knights losing to Parramatta. Yes, I do. I, I think oh. I remember <laughs> years up. ago the it's
3: Cowboys up.
2: would always have a horrible year and
3: always win their last game. i just got a feeling Parramatta are going to do the same thing this year. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. No,
2: not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I think Parramatta had their grand final against the Tigers about two weeks ago. That's... Well, what
3: we'll see, was It's an exclusive
2: tip. Oh, right. Right. lovely. You didn't say, did say the Cowboys would win the minor premiership a couple of years ago, boys. They we, finished... didn't get... we weren't far off. We weren't far off. They finished like third. Um, I think they, I, I do. I do believe though the Broncos have won the comp the last six years. I've been speaking to you, haven't I? No, uh, yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs> but they did win that seventh time earlier. Anyway, uh, the Titans—they're um, a funny side. Uh, injuries are, are a slight concern. They just lost David Mead to a back injury. Apparently, he played last week with a fracture in his back for 50 minutes. So he's doing well. Actually, Harrison played with a busted thumb for the whole game, pretty much. They're really struggling up there. They've got 24 points. They have the toughest run home of anybody in living memory. They've got at Roosters, at Storm.
3: Ooh. They're
2: staying on 24 points. There's just no ways there, Matt.
3: No, yeah, I've got them 24 running, 13th, the poor old Titans. And, uh, look, I, I've had, you know, annesley has been announced there. I think they need a total. Yeah. Um, uh, coaching clean out as well for the Titans. They're, they're, you know they're not a bad prop, but um, yeah, I, I think they need a total clean out for uh, next year for sure.
2: If they end up losing these two games and finishing as low as what you're saying, which is more than possible, do you think Cartwright will get the boot? Bye. You would think
3: so, Oz, but he seems to be one of these coaches that seems to be well-protected. Uh, well, you know, well his, his name hasn't been thrown up a lot as, as being on the chopping block, but mate, I, I yesterday was the first time I heard a whisper, and you know, I know there's a lot of rumours playing around in the coaching circle at the moment that uh, they'd had talks with Neil Henry, so take that for wow. what it's worth. Mm-hmm.
2: I will give John Cartwright credit for this. This year has been the most interesting football I think I've seen the Titans play in a long time.
5: They've played some damn good football. Actually, at, at times. I mean,
2: the Albert Kelly inclusion has been great for them. Yeah. Um, he's been a, a great find. Again, another reclamation Caesar's progress. Caesar stepped up to the mark. Uh, Caesar's played quite well, but yeah, look,
5: they've had, they've had lots of injuries. They are well. in a
2: position. This is why I think he, he might lose his job. They are in a position where they really should have finished in the upper part of that bottom. Like, so they should have finished fifth or sixth. They were in a great position uh, after about, I think, around fifteen or sixteen, and they've fallen away badly. I, I, I can't see them winning the game, obviously, either. Uh, Leads us to the Cowboys. Now, they were dead and buried. Now, who'd they lose? To? They lost on a Friday night game. Was that to the Broncos? Yes. Yeah. And everyone just said that's it. Fair enough. But then I remembered don't we always say that if you have one good month, you're back in the race? Boys and girls have had uh, one good month. Else, yes. They're back in the race. They're now in eighth position. They're would building. you believe it? Jonathan Thurston is playing just superb footy. Matt Bowen's playing well every third week. I. I haven't seen them play a really good team yet. Um, They've got the Sharks in Cronulla, and then they've got the Tigers. Now, they'll beat the Tigers at home. If they beat the Sharks, they're definitely in the top eight. But even if they lose to the Sharks, they could still make it because their differential all of a sudden is plus 35 because they've been smashing teams the last few weeks.
3: Yeah, well, I've got them losing to the Sharks and, and, and still getting in.
2: Okay, yeah, exactly right. So you've got them losing to the Sharks but beating the Tigers. So they'll finish in what position, eight?
3: Eight,
2: yep. And that's a, that's a, again, I mean, Neil Henry, don't get me wrong, that game against the, Cow, the Broncos, they had the ball for the last 20 minutes of the match on the Broncos line and didn't look like scoring yeah. a point. He lost his job the next day. And ever since then, I wouldn't say they've been playing amazingly attacking football, but it's been better. Um, but, yeah, it, do you think that any of those members of that board are currently sitting there going, oh, maybe we shouldn't have sacked him?
3: they pull the trigger so, so early on Henry I, I really rate him as coach I know there's you know the majority of the playing group too I, I, you know it'd be interesting and it looks like they're going to have to go for a rookie coach um yeah sometimes you, you I'm you know awful punny coaches as long as you've got a better option but it looks like they're going to have to go for a rookie and and Neil Henry will probably pick up a top job elsewhere. It seems very strange to me. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd say they'll definitely be regretting
2: that decision. Dave, Dave seems to think that Kevi Walters Kevi is Walters. the man. He's a shoo-in. I, I, I had heard
3: Kevi Walters was um, yeah, highly considered for the job. Um, that was even before Henry got sacked, that, that uh, Kevi was definitely in, in the picture. Do you, but, but do you consider uh, him I a don't know coach? what the latest is with Juniman staying at Canberra or, or going back to... Back to mm. North Queensland because he's also in that setup there for a while. Obviously before he went down to Canberra, so I guess it'll depend on what happens with that job there.
5: I, I just don't think of Kevi Walters as a rookie. Is all rookie coach. I, I mean, I know he, I know he hasn't taken over full time, but he he's. I mean, he knows his stuff.
2: Dave's pushing the K the KW banner, uh, barrel. Sorry, yeah. um, quick one. That means that you've got Cowboys in eighth, Broncos in seventh. Take us through your t- ladder one through sixteen, mate.
3: One through to 16, yep, mate, we've got, uh, I've got the Roosters as our minor premiers. For a uh, running second, Storm in third, Seagulls fourth, and uh, then the bottom half of the eight. Sharks five, Bulldogs six, Broncos seven, Cowboys eight, and then the uh, the bottom eight, the Warriors in ninth, Raiders in tenth. Knights 11, Panthers 12, Titans 13, Dragons 14, Tigers 15, and the eels. 16th out of 16. Cheap, mm-hmm. nasty, mm-hmm. and downright boring. Not the show.
2: I just want to read some stats <laughs> to you boys. I've already dealt with these lads, but... The Tigers are in 14th. They've got seven wins from 22 games. The Dragons are in 15th. They've got six wins from 22 games. The Eels have got four wins from 22 games. Those three teams have the same amount of victories as the two top... Sides individually do in the whole competition. The Roosters are seventeen and five. The Rabbitohs are seventeen and five. You guys are three times as bad. Is that is that a correct way of saying it? What's going on, oh, boys? Mate, mate, those teams have
3: really underachieved this year. I, I expected much, better. I you know I, I had heels as and Smokey for the eight. They, they've been atrocious. Uh, the Tigers, particularly in the second half of the year, have just been non-tries and. Look, oh, the Dragons, I couldn't pot quite as hard. They, they've seemed to maybe have had a bit more of a go at times, but, yeah, they uh um, disappointing results nonetheless.
2: I've got to say, I was really impressed by your ability to get smoked eels into the mix then, mate. That was really good. Did
3: I say eels
2: then? Did I <laughs> say <laughs> eels twice, did I? No, no, smoked, smoked eels. You said no, it, that no, no one else got it. That was, it. It was like, my smoky. Was was I, didn't, I know, that up. didn't even mean it.
3: There <laughs> you go. See, that's, cool mate, gold. that's sort of gold.
2: I mean, that hasn't been sitting in your podcast <laughs> oh, yeah. inbox the whole year, everybody. Very disappointing. Right. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Boys, uh, we'll let you go in a second, buddy. Um, now, in terms of Twitter, I don't know if you're aware of it, uh, Matty, but uh, Dave is on Twitter now.
3: Oh, wow, that is big news.
2: The <laughs> yep. Twittersphere has erupted. <laughs> uh, he's at Mr underscore DC11. So uh, if you you hang on, follow him and then find out in the amazing uh, tweets that he's doing. But that doesn't
5: mean I'm actually on Twitter. Well,
2: that's not what what Twitter says. It says that you're there. All right. Uh, Buddy, um, and I believe you've got a shout-out to, oh, yeah, Rachel, Matty. Oh, Rachel, a massive fan, obviously. you've,
3: You've talked about the comeback, and she said this is the greatest news of all time. So, Rachel... Thank very much. Thank you for your support. And um, look, if you want that autograph photo of us, I'm sure Woz will be able
2: to, to organise that for you. So. But let's go just to Rachel, our number one fan. Thank we'll, you. We'll take one. All right, buddy. We'll let you get going in just a few seconds because I wanted to talk about the Twitter thing. Um, you're familiar with the Paul Gall and brian Smith blow-up uh, uh, on the weekend?
5: Yes, I am, yes. I've
2: got to, the long and the short of that, boys, is that uh, on Monday night Dylan Napper went after Paul Gallon a couple of times, hit him a couple of times. That's the same Dylan Napper that didn't get suspended for shoulder charging James Graham's head, but that's by the okay, by. Right. Paul Gallon, uh, Brian Smith was interacting with a, uh, I was a Roosters fan or a Sharks fan and said that Paul Gallon wisely, after getting smashed twice, avoided Dylan Napper after that. Now, the way he used the term, it sounded like he was saying that Paul Gallon was a bit of a going. cat, basically, is the best way of describing it. And then, Maddie, what happened after that, mate? Uh, well, I, I don't know if I'd ever
3: put my old man in charge of my Twitter account, but Gallon apparently had said to his, his dad, look, you can use my Twitter account, and his, his, dad, his dad's let loose on Smithy, and then a hundred fans that have attacked back. It, uh, it was very
2: entertaining. Were you watching it at the time? I got alerted to it early on and then watched it all unfold? No, I, I, I went to bed at the start of it, and I had a look on my yep. phone and went, oh, that can't be good. We'll see how that, that is in the morning. And that was before... The whole Gary Gallon was involved. Now, boys, you guys wouldn't know because you haven't been on off- Dave, you're on Twitter. You're all over it now. I'm all but, over it. I know but exactly Nick, Nick will be getting on Twitter at some stage. The whole argument is if you stuff up on Twitter, what you do is, you don't say, I stuffed up, I apologise. You just say what somebody. What you do is, is that somebody in your extended family. Somebody trolled you. Basically. Why? Why? It could just be your friend. Why, yeah, I don't know. Uh, like Milko or whatever his name is, the mystery friend. The, yeah. um, as basically, they get on and they they're using your Twitter account. Just own up and say, yep. look, I was angry, it was the end of the game, you called me soft. And the best part about the Paul Gallen response was he basically said, oh sorry, the Gary Gallen response, was that he said that, Brian Smith, you haven't won anything. Now, <laughs> did anybody tell me how many premierships the Sharks have won? Yeah, that's it. All, all state of origins, Gallen's won since he's been an origin player. And the, the best part about it, <laughs> everybody, is that there's a little thing in the background of this uh, whole argument, and that is that Brian Smith was coach at Parramatta when Paul Gallen was coming through the grades. How many games in first grade did Paul Galen play at Parramatta?
5: I didn't even know he was Zero? Spadoosh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you had to go somewhere else to get a start. And I think that's a lot of what it's uh, related to in, the, in that relationship. But seriously, I mean, Robert Louis said that his cousin did a tweet about winning 13-plus um, to the Cowboys' <laughs> official Twitter account. Just, if you're stuffed up, you're stuffed up. Anyway, the point I wanted to make about all this <laughs> is... Is that, and Matt knows about this, is that at the end of the day, within social media, and I did a seminar on this a couple of weeks ago, the people that are trolling you, the people that are making these comments, weigh up what they've got to lose and weigh up what you've got I mean, to yeah, lose. That's
5: exactly right.
2: Don't respond, don't engage. Josh Dugan doesn't get it. He, he, he got in this hole, he lost a contract with the Broncos because of how he reacted to a Canberra fan he was just about to sign with them. And yet he keeps tweeting back to these guys that make. Like they comment against him and say that you're a this, this, and this. But he'd actually be doing himself a lot greater service by just not responding at all, not doing anything at all, because these nifnuffs, they sit there and they just want to get a rise out of people. Yeah, and you and know, they've got that, nothing to lose. That that's
5: the reason why they're doing it. They've got nothing well. to
2: lose. They don't care how they're viewed. Who yeah. are they? That's their viewpoint. And yet, you have these situations where Brian Smith was somebody and all of a sudden it's news. I can guarantee you, if Paul Gallant done it to any um, Eastern Suburbs fan, it's just as big a news because he's taken the bait and has, has run away with it. it, it. Maddie, I know you don't use Twitter that much anymore. Is that because you're sick of all the gibber that's on it? Uh,
3: I, should, I, I don't interact a lot. I love reading Twitter, but there, there is a lot of rubbish. And I, you know, I can It's bullying one o one in the schoolyards, You know, your parents send you off, and you say, you know, the bully say something. You turn the other cheek you, or you smile at them, or, or whatever. You know, like I, I can't believe some of these players just aren't uh, smart enough just to go, oh, well, you know, who cares what these people say? Well, you know, their opinion uh, hiding behind a Twitter handle is, is ridiculous. So one great example we've seen last year, and, and i summarising a little bit, I think someone had a, a go at um, Sam Thiday and, you know, mm. just called him a big, fat, ag- ugly Aborigine. And, yep. and Sam I just politely uh, replied back and said, uh, thanks for your feedback, but I'm actually a... a South Sea Islander, yeah. so like just it, it's it's just a great way to handle these people, you know.
5: There's nowhere to, to go with it, so yeah, it's um
2: it, it's got me beat. So Nicky, you on Twitter? <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah, <laughs> can't uh, wait, can you? Yeah, basically. Uh, all those fans, at least there's two. There's Grant and there's Rachel. <laughs> That's that, it. That's that'll it. be uh, uh. Thanks very much for your time, Maddie. Uh, we'll be doing this whole new format. Obviously, tonight's episode's a bit longer because we're trying to deal with all the teams going to the top eight. Uh, but it's uh, good to have you back on, mate, and we will talk regularly. Um, I don't know if I'm ever welcome back on Sports Fever, but if I am, um, I, I will promise never to actually get him go to sleep. i will well, we'll have out. you back for week one of the finals. Well, get in now, put it in the uh, iPhone alarm. I'll um, do something, yeah, mate. there be, there'll be yeah. I'll get Dave just to come over at like five a.m. and be my alarm clock to sit in there and just goes, "What's up? Wake up! What's up? Wake up! What's up? Wake up!" Anyway, maybe not. All right, thanks very much for your time, mate Duncan. Um, you can follow Matty at Mister Peninsula. Uh, all one word. Thanks for your time, buddy.
3: Good on you, boys. Good to catch up. See ya.
2: See ya,
0: mate. On <laughs> the
2: Nick, once again, you're just sitting here taking in the, in the action. Do you want to get involved at all? <laughs> <laughs> you want to give me a, give me a window? Oh, a window. He wants a window. All right, right mate. On, yeah, you got, Here's you your do, window.
5: You do have to push your way in sometimes. <laughs> you,
2: you you know, just, just, I'm you know, dealing with phones. I'm you. dealing with people.
1: Every time you, you'll throw something out and then he's answered and then it's...
2: Moving on. I'm uh, like, all right, all right. I won't put my two cents in there. Now you can I'm have gonna, your two I don't cents. Talk us, over him. Give you. us your top six, Give us your ladder at the end of the, uh, the uh, twenty-six rounds, buddy. Oof, Okay. So we missed. We missed a few. I feel like we didn't. No, do we it, went uh, through the tapes. Did we go?
1: Did we go? All right. All right. <laughs> I've got rabbitoes up top, followed by roosters, and that's not on. Obviously, not on four and against because the the Rabideaus have the inferior for and against. Yep. Storm. 3rd, Sea Eagles 4th, Sharks 5th, Bulldogs 6th, Warriors 7th, Knights 8th. So yes, Cowboys 9, Broncos 10, uh, Panthers 11, Titans 12, Raiders 13, Dragons 14, uh, West Tigers 15 and Eels 16. So a bit of a different top 8 to some of our other okay. uh, Very interesting. Now, now Nick, we're going
2: to get you in really to like go through the whole top 8 because you've actually done that. Uh, so As in all the finals, just something that's right there. Okay. And you know, I didn't ask Matt who he thought would win the comp. I did, though. Because that's that. going to be one of our, comp, our, our chats uh, that we have. I didn't want to um, you know, use it all up. Don't give them Can't too use much all too the gold. Yep. Uh, and and so also hit, we've also hit an hour mark anyway, so uh, I don't really like how much Yeah, we've, we've got, yes. Um, now, so that means you've got, who'd you have number one again? who you have number one? Rabbits. So the Rabbitos will beat, you've got the beat and the Roosters in round 26. Yes. Okay. Very interesting. Now, Mr. DC.
5: I agree with uh, the Rabbitohs beating the Roosters in round 26. That so what, puts do you, them, what do you
2: end up with on your ladder?
5: That puts them on top at number one, Roosters at number two, Storm at number three, was at number four, then I've got Bulldogs at number five, Sharks at number six, Knights at number seven, and Cowboys sneaking into the top eight. I think they're, they're going great guns. Uh, then <laughs> see, did see what I did there? Boom boom. They're going to they're be there in the big bush dance. <laughs> um, then at number nine, I've got Warriors. Then at number 10, it's the Titans. Then at number 11, uh, Panthers. 12 is Raiders. 13 is Broncos. 13 is Broncos. I'm just going to repeat that, ladies and gentlemen. 13 is Broncos. 14, <laughs> That's you, Matt. 14 is uh, the Dragons. 15, West Tigers. 16, Eels. So that's and that's that's not just me, you know, having a bit of a think about it and just that, that's me putting it into the <laughs> that's me not
2: putting any time into it whatsoever. That, no, that's that's me putting
5: it into the into the predictor thing yeah, that's the on NRL.
2: That. That's the way you said that. You goes well, I, I didn't, I didn't put any, I didn't put any time into it whatsoever. I didn't think about it at all.
5: That that's not me just having a think about it. That's me having a a, a <laughs> proper statistic look analyzing, you know, predication oh, situation, I
2: I was, there's the word everybody. Very nice. All right. For the record, everybody, my 1-16 is the Roosters up top, Rabidos in 2nd, Storm in 3rd, Seagulls 4, Sharks in 5, Bulldogs in 6, but the Warriors running the schedule as to hit end up on 28 points. I think they finished 7th. Broncos in... Uh, sorry, Knights in 8th on 27. Broncos on 27. Cowboys, 26. Raiders, 26. Panthers and Titans on 24. They won't win another game this year. Then you've got the Dragons, Tigers, and the Parramatta Eels. So, boys, our top eight, I think it's the same. So you guys, you guys got the Cowboys in and I've got the Warriors in. Is that the difference? i got Warriors in. I'm yeah, z- exactly yeah, yeah. the same. Same as me. A Co- oh, couple sorry, of teams t- switched around. The teams are the same. Like, okay, so my in, week one is... we got, the, we got different... And the way the that it's set up this year, everybody, is that Friday night we'll see 1v4. Mm-hmm. So the Roosters will play the Seagulls, probably the SFS... Which the would be a ra- good game O's to get to. I'll seagulls. tell you that right now. You're get yeah, that's right. It. According
1: to us, the Rabbitohs play the Seagulls. But, well, yeah. I'm just telling you that. We'll, we'll let you um,
2: But either way, the Friday night game is going to be a cracker. Yeah. Are the Rabbitohs Seagulls or Rooster Seagulls. Yes, yes. Um, they should get 30,000 to Rooster Seagulls if it's at the SFS, and they should get a little bit more, I reckon, if it's at mm-hmm. um said. Then you've got 5v8 in the afternoon, um, probably going to be the Sharks, Although you've got the Bulldogs, don't you, Dave?
5: I've got Bulldogs at number four, um, five.
2: Now, that means that the SFS will probably be um, the afternoon game if the Sharks are five. The Bulldogs will be the ANZ game if they're six. So I've got the Sharks and Knights playing at the SFS. Then the Bulldogs and the Warriors. Now, I believe Ray Warren came out on the radio on the TV the other day and said that the game is no longer 6.30, 8 o'clock, or six thirty-eight thirty split, as it's been for the last couple of years. You know, so they've had on Saturday night, they've had a double header. Yeah. So they have the news, Channel 9, and then they go straight into the game at 6.30, and they follow it up with the uh, game afterwards at 8.30, which always seemed like a bit stupid that you'd have a semi final starting at 8.30. They've actually changed that. Channel 9, I've actually got the message. It's going to be a 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock kickoff on the Saturday game. In the afternoon. Then they'll go to news, and they'll come back from the news after probably another edition of Funniest 10 Videos, and then they'll do the game at 7 o'clock Seven thirty at night. So the best part about this, boys, is that if you're a Sydney sider and you want to do the old ski double up, you can go to the game in the afternoon, and then have time to get over and to then the have other time day. to get to the other game. Now, if the NRL's smart, they will schedule it just just enough time. But there's been talk about a double header, which I don't think would work because you're going to have people coming in yeah, no, no, the no. second game out for the it's not that that won't work. But why not? Because they're packed out. There's well, too many. Try and move. 30,000 people out to come in, like, people aren't going to, yeah, some people don't stay for both games, like, that's the way it is. But if it, one's the SFS and one's the ANZ Stadium, you've got to give them, I reckon, it, it basically needs to be a three o'clock and like a 7.45 and you'll get, you'll get some people doing the L double up, which I think is pretty cool.
5: And if they can organise transporting buses that or something happen.
2: from one to the other. Don't, don't be
5: silly. Well, it, it'd we work well. You I mean, we can't think
2: they, that far forward.
5: Please, I mean, guys, please think about that, because it'd work. Yes.
2: Um, and then there is also the talk about um, the Swans, if they'd had a home final. Um, oh, they right. They, they won't, it looks like, so it oh, okay. will uh, Then Sunday afternoon, Gravidos uh, or Roosters versus the Storm. Um, that's at 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock kickoff, and that'd be and ANZ. So there is opportunities to go to get to a semi-final in a couple of weeks' time, everybody. Take that opportunity.
5: Now, back in the day, yes. back in the 90s, they used to have, because all, the, all of the finals and whatnot were in Sydney they mm. would have a package where you could pay a certain amount and go to every final
2: well as I said there's only one game not in Sydney which is cool I like it Nick would you like to speak
1: yeah. oh do I have permission Are you sure <laughs> hey well I don't I can't actually see myself I'm, I, I can't see many people going from one game to another game even if there is a window but it's, it's good that there's a, a massive that's what window. I'm saying is, it's a good window it is a good window especially You've even got to if have you're it.
2: just going to watch two, two games yeah, because yeah. if you're going to go to the game, you want to be able to get home and set yourself mm. up to watch the second game. Mm. I don't know. I, yeah, to be true, honest, though, I don't really care where yeah. the game's being played. You can watch it on TV.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I actually, I'm happy for them to be played, played wherever. It's, uh, you know, it's all just a ground for me, and it's finals footy, so
2: I don't think there's Speaking any of finals football, you want to go said. through your little... Your little you've, did, you've done the hard yards. Do you want to see what happens all I, I, the way I, all I the want the Nick to tell us how You'll it's all it. going to pan out. You'll hear it
1: here first, and you can thank me later, people. Okay, so according to me and Dave, Mui, 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 the Rabbitohs will play the Sea Eagles and they will, in, the, in the first round of finals and they'll touch them up a little bit. It won't be a big win. 26-18 is the prediction in case you're looking for pick the score. 26-18, Rabbitohs against the Sea Eagles. The Sharks will play the Knights and will win by two points. Just. Score. 24-22. Woo. The Bulldogs will absolutely thump the Warriors because you know, they don't really deserve to be there. It could be the other way, you know. People argue. It's one of those Bulldogs games. To to it's one of those line. games. The Warriors could turn up, but I, I think the Bulldogs will. I'll, I'll
2: turn up. I'm pretty confident. I've got they Bulldogs. Turn
1: up. Bulldogs thirty to six. Bam. Oh. Take that Warriors. Because Vatovai like do a hammy. I don't need. Yeah, the guys like. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on.
2: Mate, mate, make the most of this air time mate. And the Roosters <laughs>
1: and the Roosters will get beaten by the storm. Bam. Bam. Twenty-six twenty. The dirty.
2: Can storm. you see
1: where I'm going with with the storm? Out. Can you see where I'm Straight going? Straight sets. Them out as it were, roosters out, because the storm can't go out. They won. That's ah, one. Gotta see next. Storm won twenty six to twenty against the roosters. I know the score. Capters. I to give you the score. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, shall we continue? Continue. Manly, the next round has to play sharks. They beat them. The roosters will beat the doggies. Yes. Yeah. Still yeah, following. Follow. Me. Still following me. The Rabbits... So the top four is still alive is basically what you're saying. That's going it. The last week. That's it. It's down to the top four now. So we've got Roosters v. Rabbits, and we've got Storm v. Manly, Ooh. of which the Rabbits and the Storm win. How?
5: But the,
1: Goes all the way to the, the, the Roosters GF.
5: lost in the first round of Melbourne.
1: Yeah, but they get a second it, dig. It, it, yeah, it, but... It, 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 Webs. But
5: because they lost, then they have to play the next week. They don't get a week off.
1: He, he that's right. That. They beat the doggies. They beat the doggies in the second okay, week because right. the doggies earned the right to play them. But disappear? No, listen, Nick. No, I thought it's, you just It's too hard. Right. It's hard. It's hard. Stay with me. Stay with me, people. The most important thing is when you get down to the preliminary final, the semi, yes. what I call the semi-final. You know, that's what it really should be because there's four teams left. Let's face it, people. Rabidos beat the but roosters. It's also
2: the preliminary game
1: before the final. Semi-final. Rabbitohs, Rabbitohs beat the Roosters in the semi-final It's
5: called the qualifying final, gents no, And then
1: the Storm beat Manly Which means we have a Rabbitohs-Storm-GF Of which the Storm, they win storm. Maria, Maria, Salas Charlis let's, let's throw another one in there Cialis, Salas, now Charles. To, to Salas And only agrees, Storm, you can't go past the Storm There it is, boys oh. And now I'm out You're, maybe, on. you're very again good. in another
2: 30 minutes <laughs> no, because we're almost done. We're going to live on.
3: We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate... ...the uh,
2: everybody, it's Everybody, our uh, predictions are, are there. Um, I don't know how much they helped you. I think we were much more clinical with Maria. <laughs> we yeah. sort of got through, this is the game, and, and then we sort of just skimmed. Yeah. But that's the way it's going to be. Uh, the rest of the shows we'll do, as I said, they're going to be a lot shorter, a lot snappier, but you do miss out on this sort of this banter that the we banter, get when we're, yeah. and we'll try and do the occasion one for these um, more, more even if we just go to a game and do it like we did for the SCG edition uh, and I believe Dave is keen to watch a bit of football over the next couple of weeks because we are in that uh, fantasy grand final which isn't dream team is isn't super coach it's much better than that he's only got his players I've only got my players we don't have any crossover at all um, which is what, is what makes it great so basically if Jonathan Thurston goes nuts I'm gone I um, Ah, yeah. oh, Dave. Dave's talking it down. Yeah, everybody talks it down. I suppose when you're playing the defending premier,
5: you don't want to talk it up. Uh, anyway,
2: uh, let's go to some feedback uh, to round out the show, boys and girls. Uh, the Facebook page is, is going to live a little bit more through um, September. Um, you boys, I'm going to make you admins. Oh, that's Which a means cool. you can post whatever you like on our Facebook page. Man, okay. Can you take it down? What? If you're, you're also admin. I could, but I'm not going to. If I, I like just wanted to up. know if you could. So any images and whatever you guys want to put up, of any photos you think are funny or anything like that, um, any comments and things you want to talk about in the show, give them a tease on the Facebook page. And the Facebook page address is that one there, Dave. www.facebook.com
5: forward slash NRL podcast. Try that again without the extra NRL.
2: There's only one NRL, gents. League lovers. Facebook.com slash NRL podcast. Boom, there it is. Join us on there, and you can uh, get occasionally funny stuff and mostly annoying saying, yeah, we've got a podcast out. Now, Jason Gemmel uh, did have a comment. Do you want to read Jason Gemmel's uh, comment? On yeah, yeah. Post tonight?
1: I was distracted by this earlier. Jason Gemmel, it's great to have some NTFS back on the airwaves. And unbiased, in brackets, okay biased but not biased against, close brackets, View of all things happening in the Capital, bro. So basically he was talking about the whole Raiders
2: situation that we've touched on last week and this week. Yeah, poor old Jakey Jake. I wonder if he's finished that peanut butter sandwich. Anyway, uh, Chris Samet, what's he said? Dave. I can't read it. I'm,
5: too, I'm at a bad angle. Where is he? <laughs> what's his name? Chris Cr- Samet. He said, great to have you guys back. Been missed about an hour ago. <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's 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 I'm when he that's, that's when he posted it, ladies that's and
2: gentlemen. All right, so like. you can now happy to any questions, anything you want to talk about. As I said, the format will be: I'll just give someone a yell, and they'll choose whether to say answer or decline. And uh, we might record some podcast. It's pretty simple. Very simple. Simple, Very simple. like a schnitzel. Mm, schnitzel. <laughs> anyway, um, so join us on Facebook. Uh, when you have a schnitzel, I'm do, at NRL tweet. Like He's it? at. Mr. D, Mr. Underscore grading, DC 11. He will be sauce, on, on Twitter by the time he leaves his house. Uh, I'm
1: at Head in the Sand. Head Pet- in the
2: Sand. Pet- oh, Head in the Sand's available. <laughs> you're getting Head it's in the Sand. It's totally <laughs> taken. Um, come on. Maurice Yalas and May Duncan also yeah. on. Uh, You've heard their Twitter handles already. Now, Jake Horowitz will be joining us uh, through the mix. Now, I don't know if you guys have been aware of this, but Jakey Jack, you know how he's moved to Darwin and he's doing mm-hmm. the sport yep, yep. up there? This bloke's, this bloke's turning up in places. Today's show. Whoa! Today show. Today show. Massive caller. How did how did that happen? Well, unfortunately, I think both times it's been because the news has been a bit of a sad story that's broken. Like the one the other week was um, the croc eating the bloke in Northern Territory. He did a live cross from the uh, riverbank, um, but he's he's making waves. Remember, we knew we, we gave him his start, and not the Footy Show. Clearly, this is right. Um, but he's he's doing really good, and uh, we taught him everything you know, he knows. I think the thing that is most amazing about Jake's commitment to the to the Chow and I and today's show cause is the blokes have to shave every single day. <laughs> he, did not, he did not. like to shave. He's a hairy man. He, he just you know I, I'm not a huge fan of the old shaving either, but uh, he's you know he's he's embraced it. He's realised you know that's the way it's got to be. This is what it takes. Um, he, he dons the pink tie every so often, or the pink shirt. I'm not uh, sure about the puppy shirt, but if he, if he decides that, to do that, obviously, if there are people that could pull it off, it's Jakey Jake and the Funky Bunch, the puppy shirt. So that's what I want to see, Jakey Jake. In the next couple of weeks, I want to see a little thing gum on my Facebook feed of me and the puppy shirt. He wants to be a pirate. That's all. I, I just want to put it out there.
4: Well, you got to wear it now. All those stores are stocking it based on the condition that you're going to wear this on the TV show. The factory in New Jersey is already making them. They're making these? Yes, yes. This pirate trend that she's come up with, Jerry. This this is going to be the new look for the '90s. You're going to
2: be the first pirate. Well, I don't want
5: to be a pirate. Is it, is it a pink puffy shirt or what? I, no, it can be can be washed.
2: It, it can be whatever car he likes. I just want to see a bit of puff. I don't maybe, want to be maybe a pirate.
1: A nice hoop as well.
2: Or... Who's hearing that is? Hello, I'm Jay Horowitz, welcome to the 9 o'clock news, and he's wearing a patch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 9 o'clock news. we go? Got, got a fake book on his hand or something. Guys, like we're done. <coughs> Stick a fork in us. We are, we've got to ask everybody though for this line down the bottom. I keep asking, no one does it, so I'm asking you guys to do it. Are you, are you
5: asking us to read it or what? Yeah, read that line. We want your feedback on the new setup.
2: <laughs> you, what, what? I will read a word at a time before you stop listening. I'm not reading it anymore. I'm upset. Oh, his feelings are hurt.
5: Nick. Okay.
1: We want your feedback on the new setup, and how about an
2: iTunes rating, please? We've had... The last one was last year. If you use iTunes to get the show, just jump on there and and do those things. Give us a rating. Give us a rating. I don't care if it's one.
5: No, 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 no. Don't do that. Okay. i get on there and give us a rating if you're going to give us a good one. But if you
1: you want (laughs) to just give us a bit of a plug... So, Rachel, get on there?
5: Yeah.
2: Ten plus plus. Um... And, again, if you want to give us a topic to talk about, let us know. Send us a tweet or an email. My email address is WDN at WDNICOLSON.com. Did I stuff it up then? I'll try it again. WDN at WDNICOLSON.com. And the website is... WDNicholson.com. Thank you very much. Guys, we're done. Feels good. Pretty
5: good. I feel feel like we haven't yakety-yacked enough. I feel like we know, I know. I know we've gone a long time, but we've got to get deeper into these issues. We
2: can't. That's that's and going to be the I'm challenge for you guys I in know. the future. Is, is is I'm ringing you up and saying your time we, starts now, now, and then we're done. <gasps> Et cetera.
5: Brief Snapchats. we <laughs> are sticking with it. How how well is is
2: um, uh, Buffet going to do in union next year? All right, this has been Not The Footy Show, episode 131. Why are we talking about rugby? Such a silly move.
5: <laughs> anyway. See,
2: silly why move I bring that up? You could, you could dream me up, like, tomorrow and say words. I want to talk about Israel for life. Okay, we'll do that. Bang, we we'll can do into a podcast. All right, that,
5: that's what i He's do. getting the idea.
2: Done. All right, last say words, cheese.
1: Last words. Um, cheese. Mouldy cheese. <laughs> I, app- I was the food was good apart from the mouldy cheese. Hey, oh. I didn't bring it up. He's bringing it up, people. I just said. My to last him word was okay,
2: explain to him. I Explain to him. Uh, to him. I, right. I invited you to my house,
1: and then you served me mouldy cheese. That's all I'm
2: saying. I clothed clod- you, <laughs> clod- you. I bathe you. I mean, it, these these. <laughs> I feed you. Death by cheese. I, I use was as deodorant, <laughs> so you smell lovely. Um, now
5: it was. I, I, oh, I loved it. it was I thought? I thought dinner was fantastic. Ex- was wh- market, what did man? I make? Just spaghetti. Just, just, oh, just, oh, oh, just, just, oh. just, a hurt.
2: slave, <laughs> I work hard,
5: he did, he did this horrible act of putting
2: chilli in the spaghetti, but, I put one chilli in, and poor old Dave, probably it good, got, it was good, of the six bits that were segmented from the chilli, he probably got five of them, and I'm, and I can't handle chilli, I just don't like, I,
5: I think chili's the antichrist of food, so, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like it,
2: <laughs> I like it, but yeah everybody, that's, that's but it was, it was I made, delicious, I, made, I did I appreciate made, it, and we had amounts of GB, we did. We did. I have told you guys before that if I have a son, I'm going to make sure his initials are GB. His first two names, so like Gary yeah. Bruce, just so just <laughs> just call it GB. GB. What, about, what about Gary Barry? Gazabaza. Gazabaz. Gazabaza Nicholson. Yeah. See, this is what happens, Dave, when we talk Was longer. It? it's awesome this is
5: the good stuff this is the value this is the gold gold.
2: it's gold Jerry alright thank you very much everybody for listening to episode 131 we'll be back with episode 132 within a couple of days I'm sure boys there is a Malteser there for you to enjoy yes I've
5: been eyeing them off for a good hour open them up
2: roll them so people can hear we've earned them look at that go nuts have a Malteser and (laughs) Give us a rating on iTunes, everybody. Comment on Facebook.com slash Podcast. I'm at NRL Tweet. Dave is eating a Malteser. Uh, we will say goodbye. I've been Warwick Nicholson. I've been DC Chapman.
1: I'm eating Maltesers.
2: Enjoy your league league lovers.
0: Pepsi. And Frank, no offence, but this holiday's a little... <laughs>